You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Chris, and you're listening to a podcast that believes in dreams, that places trust in the magic of imagination, that is always the first star to the right, and where the light in the window is always on. Join as we discuss the views from Walt's apartment. Hello, everyone. Welcome to 2024 Walt's Apartment Live. We are brought to you by Sunken City Designs. And we're going to have a fun show tonight. First show, 2024. We got some fun topics. We're going to talk about what everyone else is talking about. We're going to talk about Mickey Mouse, right? That's because that's important. I mean, Mickey's everyone. Mickey's everyone's now. He's not just Disney's, but we're going to get into that in a minute. But I've also just some Star Wars news. Louie's got a. You know, topic. He's, he's got a topic. He like, you know, is going to throw at us. We're going to have some fun. Let's get around the room here. Welcome everyone in. We got Joey, Disney Universe podcast. How are you, my friend? What's up, everybody? Happy New Year! Happy twenty twenty four. Congratulations on the the new channel, the new YouTube channel. Oh, know, thank you. Yeah, I didn't know if you were. Have you already put it out there? Because I just did. So, <laughs> oh crap! We're not. Oh yet. no! It's supposed to be a soft launch. It, no, Big it's live. live. It's live. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Congratulations on the on the uh, YouTube channel Elements of Fun with you and Courtney. Yeah. So, if you want, it's just a little couples travel blog, not just Disney, a little bit of everything. But yeah, we're at Elements of Fun YT you for YouTube because just regular Elements of Fun was taken. So, it's fair. Check it out. And we just posted a, a video, our intro video plus a little uh, clip show that I did of Courtney's birthday over. Life Day, Disneyland's Christmas time, and all that good stuff. Yeah, it looks like fun. It's a, it, it's, it, I watched it today. It was, it was pretty cool. So, congratulations to you and Courtney on that. That's awesome. Thank you. We have the one, the only Lou Dog, Lou Diamond Dog, Lou L for Love, Duncan City Designs. Lewis, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, I am doing pretty good. I am exhausted. I have been staring at the computer, computer screen for the last like 48 hours, right. getting all the, uh, script and images and all that prepped and ready for the website relaunch next friday january 12th so yes look for I've that been crazy busy at that to the point where looking away from a computer screen hurts <laughs> my starting over is sometimes the best thing to do yep you know so congratulations on sunken city designs does and launch next i got friday. a new one too speaking of elements of fun how about elemental Oh, yeah. oh yeah. there we go. Uh, okay, all, right. all right, all right. So I, um, I, give, I, I give you a, a, a kind of an out. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, the podcast princess is not with us tonight. She is sick, so feel better, Sam. But we yes. are fortunate to have the podcast prince with us. The one, don't the only. That. Don't do that shit. No. Blurred Hulk. Hey, <laughs> all you uh, Disney fans out there, I love you guys and happy new year to everybody. 
And I, like I am not podcast a podcast friends. friends in any way, shape, or form. But I appreciate the compliments, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> Lewis said, Lewis said, you won't do it. You won't do it. I said, fuck off, I won't. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to be on the rails this show, so I was like, yeah. it's not on the rails. That's, you know, we're, we're get back on let's get back on the rails. That's right. Well, I mean, Disney oh, has princesses and princes. They do. I appreciate you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we do have awesome sponsors. We have Where in the Park, the theme park scavenger hunt game, and Getaway Today as our sponsors. They are the best. We're gonna hear from both of them throughout the show, but. Like Sam would say if she was here, if you want to help support the show, you can become a Patreon and become a Lamplighter. I don't have the list with me right now, but Patreons, I appreciate you guys. And Lamplighters, we appreciate you. So, um, yeah, if you want to, go on Patreon.com, look up Alt's Department of Disney Podcast, and there you go. There we go. And for you Lamplighters, uh, we got a your next annual print coming out, um, as well as you'll get some stickers. But there'll be a cool little... Uh, prize for you guys for the website relaunch so we'll be shipping those out next friday with the launch of the website so be on the lookout for those absolutely and then i do have it right here huge shout out to and thank you to our patron lamplighters gordon tyler robin aiden david marianne and jen so thank you guys all for being our supporters we appreciate you more than you know and we are working on some more stuff this year but um yeah Let's get into some topics here. Talk about some things. Um, I'm going to do something a little bit different because, like I, David mentioned, rails. So, yeah, the past couple months, you know, we've kind of gone off the rails a little bit. We've kind of detoured a little bit away from being a Disney podcast, and you know, we've just kind of, you know, been out there. But we're going to bring it back. We're going to bring Disney back because that's what we're all here for. Is talk about Disney. So, I'm going to do something that I didn't. Know, I didn't think about. So, David, I'm going to ask you first. What does Disney mean to you? What does Disney mean to me? Yeah. It means a home for my favorite pastime hobby, uh, Marvel. So it means everything because I'll be honest, if Marvel didn't take over Disney and give, um, I'm sorry, if Disney didn't take over Marvel and give it the freedom that it did, I mean, I, I would hate to see um, the DCU treatment. For Marvel and any other uh, uh, property and everything else, so Disney will always mean home. Um, it has a obviously a good spot in my heart since I was a child. Went to Disneyland like most people on here who's a fan of Disney. So I got to take my children to go experience that magic and joy. Mm-hmm. So it, it really is a it's it's a it's it's a pastime that it's a part of who I am and what my family is. So I I do love and value Disney. Perfect. That's an awesome answer. Um, Joey, same thing to you. What's what's Disney mean to you? Oh, man. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, kind of piggybacking on everything David said, uh, and I'll even throw in, uh, you know, same home for Star Wars and everything, Lucasfilm. Yep. Uh, but, you know, just growing up, going to the, the parks, or at the time, the park, um, and making my way over to Florida, and just ultimate happiness. Uh, you mm-hmm. always kind of check out when you're there and Feel like you're in a better place um then of course the you know the movies uh, most of the movies i've been growing growing up watching a lot of those and the music and everything so um yeah uh, like like yeah. david said it's Dis- disney's home so. there you go that's a that's pretty much that's a that's a great answer but uh lily what do you think what's it what does disney mean to you we've all done this before like years ago but now you know for me i mean it it means discipline. 
I mean, I, I've always gotten Disney being a fan of Walt. I mean, showing that like he was up against the ropes on a lot of things at the very early on in his career. I mean, having Oswald taken from him, then doing Mickey, I mean, failing multiple times. So, I mean, it's discipline to show that keep on going, keep on pushing. And so for me, Disney really shows that, like even today with movies coming out and taking shots in the dark of, hey, we're going to try this. It's just that discipline to keep on pushing. So for me, Disney just shows that integrity. That's That's what it is for me. That's an awesome answer as well. Um, I will say what Disney means to me, piggy, I mean, piggyback on everything. When you said discipline, David kind of turned his head and I was thinking, where is he going to go with this? But that was an amazing answer. So I, I, I get by, by, by you saying that, but it is home. Um, home isn't home is home is kind of what you make it. You know what I mean? But to me, Disney, I've learned over the past couple of years more is it's family. Disney, Disney's family and we're Disney brought this podcast family together. So it's, you know, Family doesn't have to be blood. So, but because of Disney, we're all here together. And Disney is, it's, I mean, it's, it's what I raised my kids on and, you know, and what started all this, it's just, it's love, it's love and family. And, you know, but that's it. I just wanted to kind of get that out there, kind of just refocus, like I said, refocus a little bit, retool. We're going to have topics to talk about. We're going to have fun still, but we're just going to do it. In a, so Disney, we're going to talk also, about Also real quick, tomorrow, uh, we got a Instagram comment. Oh, we got an Instagram comment. First one. Uh, for, I, I'm going to butcher the name, but say hi to some. It says, happy Thursday from Australia. Oh, happy, happy so Thursday. We got someone from Australia watching us on Instagram. Appreciate right that. Right on. Well, thank you so much. And just pop, pop in, Louie, whenever we have one of those in there, you know. Um, yeah, welcome. Yeah, welcome. to Welcome. Uh, Amanda says determination, the gold standard. Absolutely. That's, yeah. And then Kevin said he thinks that he wanted to see how Lewis Smith tied into his love for Disney, probably for Universal. But you know, I mean, get into you guys did that by using the family word. I mean, you guys made you tie to Universal for going, you know, family. Oh. Bunch of Toretto's in here. Oh jeez, who's that? Vin Diesel. Is that, the, is that Vin? Di- oh, the guy that says family. That guy. Yeah. Disney is home. Absolutely. That's that's. And he brought up Oswald immediately. <laughs> he did. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So let's get into the show. We have a, a very interesting first topic. If if you are a Disney fan, you've been hearing about this for like a year or so. They talked about it. Um, I don't understand what it means. Louis kind of talked to me. We were on the phone today for a little bit. We talked a little bit about it. I think I understand more now. But uh, we have the professor here put on his glasses. Um, Disney. So. Mickey Mouse, not and this is what confuses me. Not all of Mickey Mouse is now public domain. Is public domain. So, um, David, in your blurred Hulk, Professor Hulk um, wisdom, can you explain to us what this means? Because I'm I'm confused by it. Still, kind of. Yeah, no problem. So, just so you guys know, I'm I'm not a lawyer. I'm not your lawyer, and this isn't legal advice. But I did consult with some friends who are um, basically. The 1928 version, uh, the original OG version of Mickey Mouse, that was featured in Steamboat Willie and uh, Playing Crazy, um, it's now public domain. So there's a lot of like, um, you know, kind of just, it's not just you, Sean, there's a lot of people who kind of mixed up and confused because we people have been talking about it over the past year and they really thought 
Mickey Mouse himself, the, the name itself is um, going public domain. But I assure you the, the, the Fantasia version of Mickey, the modern version of Mickey Mouse that you know is not public domain. It is specifically the 1928 uh, Steamboat Willie and Plain Crazy version of Mickey and Minnie, the black and white Mickey Mouse without the gloves. That is in the public domain to be the character can be used however you choose with in some reason. Uh, so I was actually uh, I learned this. This is actually a new bit of information. Uh, you can use that version of Mickey, but you can't cause what is called um, uh, public or consumer confusion. So you can't like put Steamboat Willie on a pair of current Disney Mickey Mouse ears because Disney sell Mickey Mouse ears. And you can't let the public at all believe that you're sponsored by or supported by Disney. So that's called public confusion. So that's misusing uh, a character that's in the public domain. So, but you can, you know, do a whole bunch of stuff as we've seen with uh, some trailers. There's a scary We're going to watch a trailer in a little bit. Yeah, here. that's yeah. coming out about it. There's a scary horror video game that features Steamboat Willie. Uh, you can't use the term Mickey Mouse. That is, you know, trademark. Um, so other than that, yeah, you can you can use the uh, black and white version of uh, Mickey's character in Steamboat Willie and oh, wait a second. Crazy. You, can't, you can't you can't use the term Mickey Mouse. Nope. Cannot use. Nope. But you can Mouse say Mickey. You, you can say can. Mickey, right? Because this Mickey's Mousetrap is what this movie is called. You can always you can always say Mickey, but if you okay, say not. Mickey Mouse and gotcha. yeah, this is why you know some people gotta be careful because we not only did uh, it entered the new domain, a uh, public domain, uh, January first of this year, but uh, Disney has a team of lawyers and they are some of the most viciously good. I guess is I mean it's good for Disney that they go after. Uh, people to protect, you know, they're protecting their culture, their way of life, and their, you know, their IPs and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so be careful <laughs> what you do. I mean, just because we see it, we people misuse uh, the term and say, well, okay, Mickey Mouse is out there and I'm going to make a horror movie. I'm going to put Mickey Mouse in the title. Um, I guarantee you that movie will not see the light of day. Okay. So just because we may have seen an early introduction of it, you got to still be careful. Consult your own lawyer, um, read up on what you can and cannot do. But the bottom line is there is a particular version of the Walt Disney IP that is public domain. And that is the character uh, that were featured in the silent film, uh, Playing Crazy and Steamboat Willie. And you can use many the mini version and the old Mickey version. And also Pete characters. is in this, but Pete's yes, been public domain use... for a while, right? That's Correct. what we yeah. were saying earlier. That yep. Pete's, Pete's been public domain. So the bird that's in that? Yep. Are, all, anything all, all in of, there? Anything that was featured in there, you can use, recreate, reimagine, get creative with, but <laughs> can't do not try to associate yourself with Disney whatsoever or try to be slick and use Mickey Mouse in any kind of fancy way. You, they'll come after you. So, so no podcast having Steamboat Willie as their logo is not going to happen. Oh, so we couldn't put we couldn't put Mickey in the in the window of the apartment. Will we get in trouble? You can put Steamboat Willie in there. So you can do that. You just can't call him Mickey. Can't call him Mickey. Can't okay. call him Mickey okay. Mouse. Okay. okay, gotcha. We know Steamboat Willie character is Mickey Mouse, but you cannot say right. Mickey Mouse. Okay, so 
this doesn't really affect Disney one way or the other, right? They're probably sitting back laughing at what people are doing with this, correct? Or do you think that they're pissed about this? Because they, they could could they have stopped it? No, no. Um, they they tried. Uh, don't get me wrong. They've um, right. there's been several laws that they have actually were able to amend um, and push out. You know, the Sonny Bono law that was heavily supported by Mickey uh, Mickey Mouse by the Disney Corporation and stuff is extending the rights after someone dies and mm-hmm. uh, commercial use after publication and stuff uh, to the 95 years. It used to be a lot shorter, but between the 90s and now, they really haven't been successful into you know uh pushing that even further they would love to uh you know extend copyright forever if they possibly mm-hmm. could as long as long as they're breathing and making money but they can't and they're okay with them they made their peace with that so so in our conversation me and lewis were talking earlier today um <clears throat> another question i had about and we both we brought this up kind of at the same time in our conversation how is there already a trailer for a movie if it just became public domain on the first? How could they have done anything legally with this before the first of January? They didn't profit or make any money off of the production, so so they could not, produce something and just not have it, just not have it. Just can't just media, it. They didn't make money. Yeah, I mean it's it's not earning. No one really knew that this movie was in the work. They, you know, they were making this movie in silence. They weren't advertising and promoting, flaunting it out in the public eye, saying look for the premiere. So right. I, I again, I'm not a lawyer. I just assume that sure. they operated in good faith by right. keeping it on wraps, and then when they were allowed to go public, they went public. So that's fair. Um, Joey, what are your thoughts on this? Ah man, I don't know. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, so, because um, what the, the just the fact that what, what, what's already out there, or just the whole thing? Oh, uh, that what's out there already because yeah. uh, this has been knowledge, public knowledge for a couple of years now, if not more. So uh, it's just been people waiting in the midst uh, to do something like this. I'm surprised there's only one movie so far, right. and, uh, one video game so far, but. Um, I don't know. It's it it like I said it doesn't surprise me. I think it's stupid though, but it's just people trying to you know get get their name out there before. But I mean there there's been like a horror quote unquote movie that was filmed at Walt Disney World like 10 15 years ago. Um it was called like I can't remember something about Tomorrowland or something, but mm-hmm. made no money. Disney yanked it right away, but Yeah. Um, but Disney yeah. really can't do anything with this if it if it's all within the borders and the parameters of the agreement correct they, they're like oh hey there's a horror movie about our our logo now basically so that's that's correct right am i correct they can't do nothing about this i mean legally you yeah know. and eventually people are going to get tired of steamboat willie content right i so mean it's going to go away i got the coolest you know. steamboat willie shirt for my birthday and so i mean <laughs> that's I'm from tomorrow thank you kevin yeah that's what it was but um yeah, it's it's it, it's interesting, Louis. What what are your thoughts? I'm sure you have some. I got a few. So one, it doesn't mean that. So first off, I want to throw this out there because I've heard this a little bit um, since the first of the year. No, this is not show neglect on Disney's side. There was nothing that Disney could do about this. What hmm. could they have dragged it a little bit longer, maybe? But at the same time. They could still print Steamboat Willie merch and do everything they can with it. It's not like they lost it. It's just now they get to share the likeness 
of that animated short. So ultimately, it doesn't change anything for Disney. But, and not only that, let's be honest, and David made this uh, argument a few weeks ago regarding Disney and its property. If they make this horror Disney film, if they make a anime Disney or a mixed Steamboat Willie, guess what? People are still going to put the, I don't know the word I'm looking for, look at Mickey and think Disney. You're not going to look at Mickey and think of whatever the horror company is. You're still going to think Disney. So ultimately, all the magic or horror or still IP identification is still going to come back to Disney because they're known for Mickey. I mean, it's simple as that. So are they going to make this slasher film? Maybe. Will it do great? Probably not. Winnie the Pooh and Blood and Honey, did, it, did, it did good for what it was. But have you seen that movie? It's a joke. I mean, it, it was just quickly done to abuse the... It's, it's public domain. Let's do something. Exactly. Let's get some money real quick. It'll stick for a little bit, and then it'll run off. This isn't the first Disney piece, Disney property to hit public domain. I mean, the Alice comedies were public domain prior to this. So this is just the biggest one because it's people are mis, mislooking, misjudging it, saying it's Mickey in public domain. No, it's Steamboat Willie Mickey and just his likeness that are in public domain. So it's a very mild piece of Mickey in public domain. So mm-hmm. and it's the, it's social media blowing it up, you know, mis headlining. Um, and like Joey said, th- give it a year, this is gonna blow over. And give it 10 more years where things we know and love that are Disney are going to start falling into public domain. I mean, Snow White, if you think about it, that's 37. So we're right. we're less than 20 years till Snow White ends up in public domain. Well, so we're going to see this again happen. But, I mean, I was just looking at to see what happens. I just Googled really quickly how many different variations are there of Mickey Mouse. And I found on the Disney Wikipedia page. It mm-hmm. looks like there's 28 different versions of, of Mickey Mouse. Hey, how ironic! And, 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 and it's like it's like, um, I think the next one is 1929. So will this happen again next year? And then that goes to like 31. Like, and I, I just clicked clicked off on an accident. But there's 20, 27 or 28. I don't know if I counted correctly because I just was counting. But 27 and, or 28 and, variations of Mickey Mouse. Out of the the Fab Five, Donald, I believe, is the next one up to enter public yeah. domain. Oh my gosh! Imagine a Donald Duck slide. He's all pissed off, and <laughs> that one makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we, I think, makes... yeah we, you're right. We have Donald and, and Pluto up next. So, so it's basically the like you said, the Steamboat Willie, but it's what people call the Pac-Man eyed Mickey and Minnie. Yeah, not when they changed it when they're so black and white when they got the regular just full oh. circles. And they're clear too about the, the about the description of Steamboat. Like, is the black and white version without the gloves? No so, white, no. It's just no white hands. gloves. Yep. Put, put white gloves on on Steamboat Willie character, and then you may get a nice little uh, contact that, from, from the lawyer. So, so I've seen that the trailer we're going to watch in a second, and I've seen another one that they said is coming out called Steamboat, and that the picture shows uh, it's like a back picture of like a Mickey Mouse character holding a knife. But he's wearing the gloves. They're, they're, they're playing his day. Now, so, now, with these trailers, before we go to it, we got to remember, too, these could be AI-made things, and they're just blowing up on the internet. So I'm I'll believe it when we could buy a movie <laughs> ticket. When we buy a movie ticket to say we could see it, 
I will believe that it's coming out, but I'm ready. But you also, just before we start, just also sure. know this too. There is a thing that, um, how, how do you say, movie theaters who love showing Disney property movies may opt to not even show. Yeah, that's this. true. That's so true. Yeah, just be aware of that. You may it may be made, but good luck trying to find distribution channels for it. So. So I want to take a I want to take a quick break before we watch the trailer and then we'll discuss a little bit more. I want to hear from our friends at I gotta bring it up where I put it here. <laughs> what happened to it? My bad. I'm not I guess we don't have friends. No, we do. I'm trying to think of where that video Our went. Friends for, are now in we public have friends on the other <laughs> side. Oh, there it is. Sorry. It says it said Walt's apartment, not where in the park. My bad. So real quick, let's hear about where in the park, the theme park scavenger hunt game. I'm going to grab a margarita and we'll be right back. Where in the park seek and find image scavenger hunt games will have you exploring theme parks like never before. But this is not like your childhood scavenger hunts. There are no word-based lists of items to find or a binder of riddles, trivia, math, or counting. Our games contain cards with images of details that can be found throughout the park just by walking around. You can play on your own schedule, so you don't have to worry about long lines, height requirements, or health concerns. Need help finding an image? We've got you covered with hints and answers on each card so you're never left wondering where in the park the image can be found. Use the scan before playing card to reveal an alternate image if one of the cards in your pack is currently hidden or removed from the park. Order today to get game packs for your next visits to the Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World theme parks. But the fun doesn't stop there. We also have games for Universal Studios in Hollywood and Florida, Knott's Berry Farm, Six Flags, SeaWorld, and more. Ready to experience your favorite theme parks in a whole new way? Go to www.whereinthepark.com slash podcasts to get 10% off your order. A portion of the sale will also go to support the Waltz Apartment podcast. Want $10 off your order instead? Visit patreon.com slash podcast to become a lamplighter. With so much more to discover, the only question is, do you know where in the park? We do know where in the park. They're our good friends. We appreciate them. Um, yeah, we're gonna be. I, I'm hoping when we go down in February that we can uh, we can play a little bit in the park, all of us together that are going down. That'd I be... get to crack open my deck of cards on the 28th in the park. <coughs> I'm stoked. But yeah, we're in the park, Kevin, Amanda. They're awesome. They are family, part of the show now as well. So we love having them. We love being, and they're in the, the comments too. Love them being a part of us as well. Ooh. So thank you guys. Um, you know who don't have we're in the park? Universal. Hmm. They do have more in the park. They, they do actually. But... Well, do they? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the effort, though. David, you can even go to Enchanted Forest and play where in the park. Yeah, up there in Portland. Yeah, okay. I'm down. Let's do something here. Let's bring up Mickey's Mousetrap, which I think is. I might have to get Universal ones just, just, just because. No, because that's your favorite. That's okay. 
see here. Okay. Um, Clever wordplay with the Mickey's mouse. The apostrophe S. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's why when you said Mickey Mouse, I mean, it fucking says Mickey Mouse right there. I don't know, but, but I guess Mickey's Mickey. trap. So that, that's yeah. not. So the Clever, Clever wordplay. All right, so you guys are ready here to see what's going to happen when Mickey becomes a. I'm uh, so stoked! I have not seen this. You have not yet. seen it at all, right? Has any? No. Ha, have you? Who who hasn't seen it? Oh, I've seen it. Okay, I watched. I watched on my phone, so I didn't really get a chance here. But we're gonna we'll watch it here bigger. Let's 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 watch this together. These are the best party that we can throw. <laughs> Seen some rejections in my time, but where in the park is Mickey? <laughs> it's blood so... all over the jungle gym. Oh my god! Blood. Yes. Be slow. Oh shit! There he is, right there. It says Mickey Mouse on the thing. Oh. I look at me. They're pushing it. They are. Put the phone down. Put the phone down, please. I'd like to do that. I'm already stuck. Gina, turn it out, please. Gina. Shut up. Man, he's dead. What? Like if he was on form, you'd never say, I'll be right back. <laughs> so, because then you don't, right? Very true, though. Okay. They're actually showing the cartoon in the back. That's weird. Oh, yeah. Where the hell did he go? <laughs> Oh, Some imagination, huh? <laughs> the mouse is out. Hashtag the mouse is out. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's start. Let's start at the top. Louie. <laughs> I'm in. I mean, I, why not? I mean, it's it's so cheesy. Like, there's no real thought about it. Like, it's some kid that was mad at drama class and was like, I'm going to make an angry Mickey Mouse. I think it's great for just, like, the fact that we laughed instead of really being serious. Like, has anyone seen Blood and Honey? It's completely no. trash. But I just want to see it to say, I, I saw it. And guess what? That mask with, like, the overbite lip looking, like, you like, see, like, someone did him. That mask is going to be the next Halloween costume next year. <laughs> be the new scream mask. Oh, my God. oh God. What if it just takes off? It's like the biggest thing ever. <laughs> Dude, hey, most people don't know Scream was actually done as a spoof on all horror movies, and then it took off. Oh, so my God. Scream never, so never know. Nope, Courtney says. <laughs> Tyler says, the fuck? It's going to be horrible. <laughs> It's gonna be so horrible that it's like borderline good because you're like it's how gonna be Pee Wee's gonna be Pee Wee Herman's big adventure like so don't bad. Don't even go there. Wow. That's a classic. You don't like Pee Wee, huh? You don't like? I Pee-wee. do like Pee. No, I, it, but it's bad, but it's good. You have to watch it. You know. Oh, Pee-wee's I'm in. 
I, I want to. I was that. shocked. I, I didn't notice it the first time. A few things I saw, they literally showed it had a Mickey Mouse poster behind the camera going. It literally just said Mickey Mouse, lit, written like it was for Steamboat Willie. So, is that well? Playing you with notice the, though the, the domain. Well, the thing is though, is they used it with the Steamboat Willie stuff. So right, they're not. They're using it with like advertising that. So I wonder if, if that's like the little thin line because it's like, hey, that's just the poster of the show and not recreating it or like yeah. that. So I wonder if that's why it's able to be used because it's tagged with the Steamboat Willie cartoon. So I, I agree with you. I think if, if they left merchandise. original merchandise in place, it's fine. It's Even if it says the name on it. Yeah. It's not like they, they created a new thing and added Mickey Mouse all over it. So. I would just make a, uh, was it the product placement movie, where it's just Steamboat Willie everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin asked, "Is the is the poster a public domain now?" Yeah, yeah. If it's the original poster that promoted, but it says Mickey Mouse on it. Doesn't matter. It's, okay. it's that that piece of it is public domain. Okay. I was shocked they were literally showing, they were literally showing the cartoon in there. They're literally just showing it like it's no big deal. Like here. Yeah. The only issue I really have is there's a missed opportunity. I wish it was some like dark bayou riverboat movie and he's like how they do with blood and honey. Like Mickey Mouse is like in the forest <clears> or the bayou. Like that'd be rad. Like, that's a miss. I already thought of that, dude. There's going to be so many of these. You like a steamboat horror slasher movie. That'd be so great. You have like ice cube, you bring ice cube back from Anaconda and you give oh, it that my whole dark vibe. River can dude, kill you in a thousand so ways. Somebody gets murdered to turkey in a straw. <laughs> There, there's there's a market for this i mean here's the thing oh yeah horror, horror genre and i said this in the thing are always has a market for camp cult classics 100%, 100%. movies i mean the bottom of the barrel apparently becomes they end up becoming classics and stuff yeah. and, and be re- revisited years later and stuff so so regardless how bad and trashy it is this year it, it may have stay power Given all the stuff that's about to slowly fall off from Disney into public domain, I would create a production company. Call it Public Domain. Uh-huh. And you just take everything that falls off Disney's bandwagon and make some B-rated slasher film. And like every 10 years, you create like an Avenger-style horror film with all these characters just coming back like a bad thriller music video. All right, I'm done. No, David, what do you think of it? It's not a bad idea what Lou said, but um, I think it's stupid. Um, I, honestly, I I'm a big, big horror movie fan. I, I do, but I, I do have tolerance levels. Like I'm not a fan of of, of Saw. That that stuff is whack. Just being gorgeous for gory's sake. Um, I, I do like storytelling. I, I like you know like real movies, but I also do like roller coaster rides movies. Uh, Final Destination, perfect example of a roller coaster ride movie. It was pretty good. The cheese was very palatable, but the fears that were in there was also really exciting and stuff. I don't see any of that with with this. This is just straight cornball um, money grab. So I, I don't know I, if it comes on my on my play if it if it comes somewhere where I can sit in my living room and watch it I'll just say that mm-hmm. I may watch it or I may not I don't know. Joey, how about you? Uh, I'm not gonna waste my time. No, <laughs> I, I like campy shit too, but I, I don't know. Just it's too cool. <laughs> 
I don't know. So y'all remember Freddy versus Jason? Yeah. So we're, yeah. are we going to have a Mickey versus Winnie the Pooh in the future? Oh, please. Well, it should be Mickey versus it, it should Donald. be Mickey versus Bugs. Really, if you're going that way, but yeah, <laughs> that's true too. Is 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 he is Bugs Bunny public domain? I don't think so. Not yet. Uh, Mickey's older than Bugs Bunny, so dude, you could have Mickey versus Pete. Pete and Donald. I mean, oh man, that'd be pretty crazy. Um, Tyler is asking here. He says, "Can we talk about the What If series?" LOL. I haven't seen the last one yet, though. Um, yeah, the Marvel Tribe did a episode for every, did a um, show for every episode. So if you want to talk about it, there's like nine hours of of audio content on the Walt Department podcast feed. You can dive into all of the the uh, What Ifs with What I mean, coming too, right? The live, the live. You guys, you guys are doing a live show next next week, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Monday we are doing a live show. Uh, we are talking about we are rewriting our least favorite episode, but also coming up with five what if topics we would like we would like to see in the show based off the MCU films. Uh, it was an awesome season, though. Kimberly says, "I can see all the oh, I can see." All- my bad, Sean. I'll let you do it. Be good. I can see all the hamster wheels and Louie's mind making the movies for the next years. <laughs> and then Amanda says, great job to the Marvel Tribe for covering all of What If. They did kick ass. They actually recorded on Christmas Day. You guys you guys were awesome, so thank you for that. Bugs Bunny is a public domain until 2035. Yep. Okay, so we got some time there to prepare for the epic battle. <laughs> but yeah, until then, we can have Mickey versus Winnie the Pooh. Mickey and Minnie versus... Pooh and Piglet. I mean, come on, let's go. That's that's that's, that's a battle right there. Let's go. Don't be like that old celebrity death match. Just... Right. <laughs> All right. I think we beat the the Mickey Mouse domain thing with the you know. Let's get into some Star Wars news, Joey. What do you got for some Star? You got some Star Wars stuff for us? Yeah, I got something that's been going around the interwebs uh, lately. Sorry to hear that. Uh, oh, okay. Huh? <laughs> oh, sorry. So. Uh, it was it was reported like a little bit around Christmas that filming on the new Ray movie uh, will be taken off uh, about maybe uh, late winter, uh, early spring of this year. So uh, the director of the movie, Charmaine Obai Chinoy, uh, she was also one of the directors for Miss Marvel. She's normally a uh, uh, in the past she's been more of a documentary uh, director, uh, mm-hmm. but she's been helmed to. Uh, handle this movie which is set to take place about you know 10 to 15 years after the rise of skywalker uh ray uh kind of working to build the um rebuild the jedi order but um so the director spoke with i think cnn it was and uh so she had a couple comments and it, i don't say it's gotten controversial but it's been the spark of a lot of debate uh not just in the Star Wars community, but just like, you know, because everybody's got to bring politics into it. But mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting because it's, it's very <clears throat> Rachel Ziegler-ish, uh, the comments she made. Uh, so she basically said that uh, I'm very thrilled about the project because I feel that we're about to create something very special, which I'm excited for. Uh, and then she goes on uh, to say, uh, we're in 2024 now. It's about time that we had a woman come forward and shape a story in the galaxy far, far away. So I don't think that, in my opinion, and I'll let you guys, uh, I'll just kind of throw this out real quickly, but it's like, I don't think, uh, 
the comments are, I don't think there's nothing wrong with it, but it gets me kind of, I don't say worried, but when you, when you're, when you kind of come out like this and say, you know, no matter what there needs to be, you know, uh, I'm just trying to think cause, uh, I'm so, uh, here, uh, flustered, but it's like, you shouldn't make a movie just based on. Don't be nervous, but it's okay. It. Huh? Don't be nervous. It's okay. No, I'm 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 enjoying nervous Joey. Continue. And uh no no I'm just I'm not nervous. My brain is going faster than my mouth right now. So I'm just trying to word it. But um I think the most important thing basically is you know, whether it's a female director or or a male director, the most important thing should be the most talented director. And uh, not just to hire somebody based on uh their their race, their sex or anything. And in my opinion, and a lot of Star Wars fans are kind of under this opinion too, is well, you, you've got a very talented female director in Bryce Dallas Howard who killed it with her three episodes of The Mandalorian. Why not hand her the reins over somebody who hasn't directed a big-time, huge, big-budget movie, especially with, I mean, Star Wars movies get so much scrutiny as it is nowadays that, you know, even, I don't know. But I just think, I'm... I'm you know, I just want to know what you guys think, but that's just kind of what's been the debate around the last couple of days. Uh, so, I mean, so, first of all, do you guys are are you excited for a Ray movie? And second, you know, if who would you want? What would you want to see from a director? All right, I, I like I'll, I'll, in. Um, I'll go ahead. Not excited for a Ray movie. I don't particularly like Ray all that much, but I'm excited for new Star Wars stuff. Um, I actually had some of the same reservations with uh, Black Panther when they gave it to Ryan Coogler because he he did a lot of smaller uh, films and stuff, um, you know, um, arts indie films and fruit like Fruitville Station. Fruitville and stuff Station. Like that. Um, this was a big budget production to do Black Panther, and then it was like a one shot because yeah, a lot of pressure. You're, you're introducing. Uh, 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 you know, a, a really big character that's been in Marvel forever, but it's also <clears throat> a prominent black character. So I had my reservations about that too. I like I rather have the best person for the job, and when he did his thing, and we saw it and hit it out of the park and stuff, and and I had nothing but praise and and everything. I, I was actually grateful because he was so new to it. The amount of tension, attention to detail and the honor and tradition he wanted to keep to the storyline and stuff for that. So I'm I'm hoping they do find the right person who is passionate about the making Star Wars films and staying true to the Star Wars universe and stuff. But I think you can get that even with with a fresh set of eyes and stuff. Um, so, but I hear what you're saying. I, I, I definitely do about, about you know, having somebody like Bry- Bryce, uh, Bryce Howard, her, whew, her story arc in there. I wanted more. I, I wanted to, them to kind of stop and just focus. I, I wanted her to make the rest of the, the rest of the movies. I know they brought in different directors for different yeah. segments, but oh my God, her stuff was amazing. So, and I'm not trashing this director at all, because like I said, she, she worked, I think three episodes of Miss Marvel. And you guys know Miss Marvel's my favorite out of the shows. So I mean I'm confident in that. I'm just surprised they handed such a yeah. big project to somebody new. I agree with what you yep. said too about Googler. Yep. Said same thing. Yep. Same thing with uh Ryan Googler. <clears throat> didn't Bryce Howard she did some Mandalorians, didn't she? Yeah, she did three episodes of the Mandalorian, one each season, and she also did 
what people are calling the best episode of Book of Boba Fett, and that's the one where the Mandalorian came back. Yep. Okay. So, so okay. she's done four highly rated Mandoverse episodes. The comments are very excited. They're all saying, yes, give it to Bryce, give it to Bryce. So, yeah. I'm excited for a Ray movie. I think Ray's an, Ray's an awkward character, I think, but I, I, you know, like the last time we, I think the last time we saw Ray, I'm not Star Wars savvy at all, but I think the last time we saw Ray, she said her last name was Skywalker, correct? Yeah. So I'm still confused by that because, you know, but is it or is it not? But that's a whole nother. She, topic. she took it basically she like, she took to me. like she <clears throat> adopted herself into the Skywalker basically. Uh, and which I and I, I guess I didn't say this, but I'm looking forward. I, I like Ray as a character, and they need to bring back John Boyega and have his Jedi training because they they messed up his character. So I mean, from Force Awakens, you got this really cool original new character, and they in the and then Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, they like kind of ran out of time, mm-hmm. and you know teased that he was uh, Force sensitive, but they didn't really confirm it to it until a lego holiday movie so they, they literally played him up in the trailers yeah the posters everything like we thought wow we're about to get a a new new jedi and then we got what we get and, and john yeah yeah I, is, I would love to see a redemption thing or something they owe yeah, he's got to be in it though. they owe him that much so. the confusing part about that is if i understand again not knowing the most about star wars isn't he's just a stormtrooper, right? Which is his mind was he was created as a clone, correct? So how no, can he, he was, have the force? So he was taken from his family. I don't understand how a, that works. So a lot of a lot of storm, and I'm just going to breeze through this real briefly. But uh, a lot of stormtroopers were taken from their families as children. Okay, and he was, but he just happens to be uh, force, force sensitive, and because um, that was a lot of a lot of people give crap to Ryan Johnson, like oh anybody can have the force, but that was even mentioned in. A New Hope, and it started with JJ, but um, no, he was force sensitive, and it kind of came out that even um, uh, uh, oh my god, what's her name? I want to say it's Jenna, but um, who they kind of befriended in uh, Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. uh, they, that whole group of people in the that little planet under Endor were ex stormtroopers that felt yep. basically felt the force themselves and decided they weren't going to murder innocent people. And stuff. Okay. So there was a there's kind of a whole backstory to that, but okay. Now, Star Wars world is so complex. It could, in my opinion, in my opinion, I mean, yeah, yeah. Louis, what do you what do you think about you? I don't want a Ray movie like at all. I I'm done with Ray. I mean, Damn. each move it, 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 she was confusing as ever. <laughs> yeah, she was like the Black Widow in the MCU. You didn't know if she wanted to date the stormtrooper. Yeah. The, Date the pilot, and then she fell in love with her, her almost brother. I mean, like, no, you, 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 how are you force sensitive? You don't even know who you like. No, like, I don't need her. But yeah, I agree with what David said. I think we need Star Wars movies back in the theater ASAP. So if yeah. that's what it takes to get Star Wars back in the theaters, yeah. I will push through it. But Ray, no, you can miss no. me with no, that. No, 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 no. But that's what happens when you get three different filmmakers. You know, you get one that starts one movie, you get a second one that starts it while the other one's still filming. So yeah, poor John Boyega. <laughs> He's trying to spit game at her in the first movies. Yeah. Uh, Ray, Ray, and never got that chance. And then uh Poe kind of had something uh, going that last night. Hell yeah. And then she kissed her 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 enemy who was her enemy all these movies. And because they saved each other's lives once, 
she kissed him to death. Like literally, he disappeared like Thanos showed up. So Amanda says, Louis, we were hoping to get some honesty. How do you really feel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bad. That's a, yeah. But yeah, so so yeah. That's good. I appreciate the Star Wars knowledge coming from the Star Wars master there, Mr. Jedi. I, I do have a Star Wars question for, for Joey that's kind of are we ever going to see like a, a you know how Yoda's his species? We're going to ever see like a, a Sith version of, of them? Um, there has been in the oh. comics, there has been a lot of fan art. I would love to see some of Lewis's fan art. I'd love to see both your guys' fan art. Lewis's eyes just lit up for a second. <laughs> from, from what I've known in, in some of the cartoons that his species is very, very rare, and they're mostly uh, um, on the on the light side. There's there hasn't been more than fan fan drawings of uh, a dark Yoda, but I have drawings been pretty badass. So. Yes, he does. Yes, that's kind of cool. That's a good idea. Imagine, um, if, you look imagine if Grogu is the beginning of the dark side of Yoda. Oh my gosh! Well, I mean. This is a whole other podcast, but that, there's been rumors. Of, well, there's been rumors about, about that because when, like, in the first season, when uh, um, uh, Cara Dune and Mando were kind of just jokingly, like, arm wrestling, he started force choking her, you know, thinking oh, well, that he, he, he was a right, threat. Yeah, and that's not a obviously not a Jedi trait. He also ate un, unborn babies. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I'm here for a Sith version of Grogu. I mean, look, Anakin <laughs> was a sweet kid. And became one of the most powerful assists ever in, in Darth yeah. Vader. If we got little, I already call it, you know, little baby Yoda asshole. So <laughs> if we get him to actually fulfill that dream and become a bad, well, I'm all for it. I'm a fan. Well, Ahsoka, Ahsoka even sensed a little bit of confusion and anger in him when she first met him. So I mean, that would be a, that would be a very interesting story. I think a lot of people would be up for it, except the people that love him because he's cute and cuddly, but. I'd be down for it. Think of the parallel between Grogu and Anakin. Both lost children found by somebody to lead them. Both of them, Grogu ate unborn babies, and Anakin killed unborn Jedis to the Jedi stuff. Anakin went dark. The only next stage for Grogu to go is dark. I mean, Grogu has to lose his love like uh, Anakin. Well, Mando, if Mando gets he can slain, lose Mando. Just <clears throat> like Prince, uh, you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Padme got, you know, taken out. Oh, Padme. Now, that, that was the catalyst for Anakin right there. So, what's yeah, the IG- attachment. <clears throat> IG 11 is Grogu's R2D2 to, to Anakin. So, I mean, we're there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just, he, that's his I'm attachment. And if he dies, Ooh. I mean, that would really piss him off. So, who's Paul Sorry, Peters? No. Do we know who Paul Peters is? Who's this guy? He says He's a koala. Geez, looks like looks like a rabbit is making love to his geez, Sean. Looks like a rabbit is making love to his face. <laughs> hey, Paul. And then he says here, Sean seems like he woke up this morning without his balls and he's still wondering where they went. <laughs> I'm I sorry. Who, I don't know who you, you are, Paul Peters. <laughs> Damn. The fact that he's uh, your balls and his last name is Peter. I'm for good. I'm for good jokes, and that but, was a good. That was what is good. It? It's just a <laughs> I don't understand what he means. A little fluffy, but uh, okay. damn, Paul Peters. 
if Paul, if you're not a comedian, you definitely need to be because yeah. that you got me with that joke. What else you got, Paul? I mean, look at Lewis's beard. I, I mean, let's I can't <laughs> see that. I'm feeling self conscious. Look at that. Hey, beard. my beard looks like Chewbacca's making love on my face. That's fair. <laughs> um, Kevin mm. wants to know who will Darth Grogo be the apprentice of? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> could it be a throne? No, but it could be a night witch. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's robotic leg mall. Oh, He's already <laughs> dead. <laughs> I mean, if they don't die on screen, are they really dead? He died on screen. Cartoon threw count. me off. I'm sorry. Oh, it's, in, it's in the universe. <laughs> I'm glad Paul is having fun making fun of Yay, his Star Wars talk. Hey, his, really. hey, his, his apprentice could be Kathleen Kennedy because she's dark. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, damn. Darth, Darth, Darth. Oh, Lewis looks like a failed Amish teacher. Damn. Ah. <laughs> wow. Damn. I made Lewis laugh. That was. <laughs> it's good. That was that's. That was okay. Good. Okay, that's two of us. Paul, what else you got? <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going. Okay, so before we get into our final topic, Joey, awesome! I love that we're talking Star Wars because yeah, we 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 don't give Star Wars enough love in the Walt Department Network, so we need to make sure we do that this year for sure. Um, let's take a quick break here from Getaway today and hey, come back, hey. and we'll talk about Louis. You got something, Louis? Yeah, I mean, we can give real Star Wars love if we invite Paul Peters because he's all about the love. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Here's Cole. Well, hello, and welcome to Let's Get to Know Our Sponsor. Getaway Today has been helping Disney vacation dreams come true since 1990. Whether you choose to visit the happiest place on Earth or travel to Orlando and beyond, they want to help you. Need to know the best hotel in the area? What theme park tickets should you buy? Have a last-minute change? No worries. Their travel experts are always here to help. Want to book a cruise and don't know where to start? Hey, they can help with that too. They will help you find the perfect cruise for your vacation, whether it is your first time or you're a well-seasoned cruiser. When you book your cruise with one of the Getaway Today's experts, you will have a dedicated agent to help you every step of the way. They take care of the details so you can have the most fun. Getaway Today has layway, peace of mind travel, allowing you to cancel or make changes up to 72 hours in advance. You will always have the most up-to-date vacation information, both pre-arrival and upon your welcome. Getaway Today will guarantee the best prices with no hidden fees. And every time you book through Getaway Today, they will donate a portion back to a charitable organization in your area. And so far, over $4.5 million has been donated. So click the link in our show notes to start your Disney vacation planning for more information and the best deals. Tell them Walt's Apartment sent you. And until next time, enjoy the view from Walt's Apartment. <laughs> I'm getting day he can't David can't unsee the bunny he's in this. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> Sorry. <Okay. laughs> Damn. Louis Paul Peters. Wait, here's more. Oh no. 
Oh, oh god damn. Wow. <laughs> Joey just seems like he's her alone at the strip club. Holy shit. Hey, hey. Dinners there are pretty cheap. Okay. Is it an all you can eat buffet? I mean, come on. I mean on Tuesdays, oh, I did, right? I did live in Portland for 15 years, so <laughs> you guys know about Portland. All right, that leaves you. That leaves you one more, Paul. So let's no, see what you come up with next. Nah, it doesn't leave you anymore, Paul. You're a good comedian, man. <laughs> oh, Courtney <laughs> thinks that's funny that you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Is that and why you're in that Vegas picture with Courtney? Weekend? By the way, huh? Like, who's in that picture with Courtney? By the way. Oh, look at that guy. Let's oh. see. There he is. Oh, looks like um, he's. Getaway today, they're awesome. We appreciate them. Thank you so much, um, Louis. What do you got for your your mis- your mystery topic? Damn. That's- All right. So <laughs> once again, Disney is uh, wish. It, it, no, not wish. Um, okay, hang on a second. Oh. Paul's back. Blurred. I don't know what to say, but if anyone wants to get away from Blurred Hulk, they just have to to run up the stairs. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, Paul. Thank you, Paul Peters, for the for the roast of the uh, of the guys of the, the for the men of the WAP. Thank you for it, that. We, it, pre- we appreciate Sam. the roast. Okay. It's all Sam's secret account. <laughs> oh, Sam. No, it's you, Sam. The podcast oh. account right there. Yeah. Um. So, Pirates of the Caribbean next victim of uh, Genie Plus. <sighs> Man, and, and then not only are they doing it in January, but they are doing it in a month where we are losing about four well, losing two attractions, but we're already down attractions. So we lose Haunted Mansion this month, we lose Small World this month, Tiana's Bayou Adventure is still down, and then we have other little attractions that are going down. And Pirates is going on Genie Plus, which I mean, if you guys temporarily. What's temporarily? Supposedly it's temporarily while Mansion is down. Uh, which doesn't make any any sense right. at all. So right. you're going to... Mansion could be down right. for the years from what, from what I'm and hearing. And if anyone has seen Genie Plus, Genie Plus is a 50% moderate program. It works if you get there early in the day. If you get there halfway through the day and buy a Genie Plus, good luck using it because everything is, for the most part, booked out the rest yep. of the day. Yep. Genie Plus is only good if you get there in the morning. So there are some perks to it, but when I say some, that's a key thing. It is some perks. Um, uh, there, and especially right now, I mean, some of the lines are not acclimated for Genie Plus. Where, I mean, Indiana Jones, it say if there's no line outside, it's a waste of a Genie Plus because you're only getting in the line right at the doorway. Some attractions like Rise of the Resistance, yeah, Mickey and Minnie's, those were made while Genie Plus was aware, so therefore their line keeps that. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean does not need it. I mean, I don't, get this I don't think I've ever seen Pirates more than an hour, and if it was, it went smoothly. Yeah. So I, I wanted get to get your guys' opinions on a Genie Plus, but Pirates the Bean, Pirates the Bean, Pirates of the Caribbean going on Genie, Genie Plus. Well, I I didn't read the article. I just saw I just saw the headline. But um, so is it Genie Plus and Lightning Lane, or just the pay, or is it just? It's going on just the regular Genie Plus. I'm regular Genie the, Plus. Yeah. Traditional. Not the mm-hmm. a la carte one. Okay. I'll let somebody else go because I'm still marinating it right now. 
Go ahead, David, because I'm still, I just have lots of thoughts too. <laughs> That's true. Thankfully, everyone can play where in the park scavenger hunt game instead. There you go. There you yeah. go. There's always going to be something to do. This is a great topic, Lou, because I was thinking about this for extra magic hour, but we're not doing that for a couple of weeks. So it's, I'm glad you brought this up tonight. David, any thoughts? No, not really. I mean, yeah. it doesn't affect me because I don't go to the parks as much as you guys. So right. I have lots uh, of thoughts about this. What means is I'm gonna I'm gonna just take my time planning another <laughs> Disney trip and probably maybe uh, next year. Who will you use to, when you plan that trip? I think I might have to get away and go. use somebody today. So I don't. I mean, with the two attractions nearby going to be gone, I guess it kind of makes sense. But I don't know. I mean, why? I don't know. Don't yeah, do it's it. it's the weirdest. I thought like when they did it. I don't know what's happened to Little Mermaid since they've done it. Has it has it hurt it too bad? But Little so Mermaid's little an Omni mover, so it's a little bit different. Yeah, we went on like a week or two after it first went on uh, Genie Plus, and they just basically moved the line over to like Corndog Castle. Yeah. It comes in that way. It was maybe a few minutes longer, but I, I don't know. There's That area is so small when you walk in into New Orleans Square. Uh, Amanda put that they're going to run out of room for the standby queue. They will. Um, well, fortunately, the rest of the land will be closed because you're going to have Tiana's is going to be closed still. Haunted Mansion is, like I said, rumored to be closed for the, for 2024, basically coming back in the in, in October. I'm, I'm sorry, in August for for Halloween again, because they're doing all the restoration. to that. So that's the rumor that they're going to close. So I, I don't get why they would do this to Pirates, which is by far my favorite attraction. But it's going to create David from Fresh Bake did like an amazing video. Uh, I watched it today and he, he he got to the New Orleans Square right after um, the ride was down. So there was a huge line all the way back to to Haunted Mansion. And it said like it said like a 45 minute wait. And Disney, the Disney cast members are so good at how to handle that line because it's what they call a people eater. It just it just eats. It's like small world. It just takes people. And it's like. 3,000, three, three to 3,500 guests an hour to just cycle through. Yeah, and there's no take, gap between the boats no more. Yeah, they there's no go. gaps and it's just continuously loading and it, I, I don't know what you, because for, for Lightning Lane, you have to basically make the, the standby queue go for a little bit, then you stop that queue and you bring in like 50 people from the Lightning Lane. It's just going to make, I think Amanda has set up, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make Pirates Caribbean a two-hour wait sometime, which I would never go on it. I love this. My favorite. I would never wait two hours for it. Never. Yeah, Kevin has a good comment too about they used to have fast pass and it, and it didn't work. Yeah, it's just it's the area is too small. Where's the where's the lightning lane queue going? Because right because right now at Haunted Mansion <laughs> you have that split off the lightning lane queue which goes all the way down almost to Splash Mountain. You know, it's going to go up the Adventure Land Treehouse and back down. Yeah, it's the, the space right there is it's not a good spot to to to, to just congregate all these extra people. I, I don't that, I don't get it. Haunted Mansion's down. Tiana's is down. Not only that, every every 30 minutes, Indiana Jones is down. So, I mean, what else is in that area? A quarter of the park is going to be shut down at certain times. Like, I... Me, if I'm being One side is Lightning Lane, one side... The other is Standby. That would be awful. So, if it is a quarter of the park, do we get get 25% discount on the tickets? Nope. That's the the even more (laughs) K-more. You is, pay more. Is Genie Plus is just going up 
Yep. I mean, at, at one point there was variations of it, but now, I mean, yes, it's still a great deal. It is on the price. If I love Genie buy, Plus. I think if it's you great. Buy it, if you buy it in the beginning of the day mm-hmm. and you start hitting them hard in the morning, it's a great value. You can plan your whole but, day out. But at the same time, what happens though when a ride goes down, then you get that little use whenever you want. The pass. magic, the freaking pass you can use whenever. And then, yeah. then it over it over junctions. But then too, there. I mean, I don't like to buy into conspiracy theories, but it is seems more likely lately around lunchtime a lot more attractions go down. Take what you yeah. want from that comment, but yeah. it seems around lunchtime attractions are all of a sudden starred on the app. And if you have, if you go to an attraction and you have a fast pass and it goes down during your time slot, you kind of got free range to use it wherever you want. So for me, I'd rather Disneyland bump your tickets prices up 35 bucks, bring back the old paper passes and let us just abuse it that way. I mean, or you bump it $35 and get rid of fast pass completely. Like it's not needed. I mean, well, even Max Pass, I thought worked even better than this. Max Pass was that good iteration because you could do Max Pass or you could do the paper passes still when that was. I think the only way to make this like physically work in that space is because when you walk underneath the bridge into Pirates of Caribbean, there's two, there's a left line and a right line. I think you split that and you make a third line. You make a third line down the middle, which would be your lightning lane, which would go in, then it would funnel into the because when you're once you're in there under there, you're like what 10 minutes once you're inside underneath there. So you funnel that lightning lane into the middle and you give the you give the guest a choice to go either left or right. And then you're just then you go up and, and you're good. I think when they took the tree out a couple of years ago and they were they should have figured this out better when they took the trees out and, and redid the whole area. They should have put in a lightning lane line in that space if this was the plan. You know, the thing is, though, is when Walt um, Walt the Imagineers, a lot of these attractions that are getting fast passes or lightning lanes today. A lot of these attractions were meant to be efficient in moving people through. I mean, you look at the Omni Mover system, it was meant to be, hey, we could circle guests through here very frequently, very fast, and very easily. They built these rides to have accommodate big lines. Mm-hmm. So now doing this, you're now creating two lines for one attraction. Where and I mean, even like Rise of the Resistance, I mean. You get 30, 40 people in there. It's A, a slow loader, B, a long ride, and it only fits, I think it's eight, 10 passengers max per vehicle. Granted, they run two vehicles at a time. That's only 20 people. Yeah, You could fit, I think, what up to 35 probably small people in a, a pirate's boat. That's double, and you're moving those boats through a lot faster. I, yeah. The older attractions like Pirates, Haunted, I mean, you could even throw Indiana in there. They weren't; they were built to be efficient already. Yeah. So now you're trying to make them more efficient by adding double lines. It doesn't I, work. I, I think their thought is by doing this, they can get more people in there, but they're just going to get less if, if you really think about it. And it's unfortunate for that whole side of the park. Literally, you walk past the treehouse, you can have nothing there but one one attraction and like three restaurants till you get all the way to Galaxy Edge, so like affordable. the next year. It's so affordable that everyone does it, which just then creates two full lines for the most part. Yeah, that's that's what it's going to create. And it, <clears throat> fortunately, you can only use your lightning lane once a day for each attraction. So you know, so that's nice. So maybe people will get their get their fix of pirates or whatever. Or 
I don't know. I, I it's a shame that this is, and I'm a huge. I, I again, I don't go enough to where I like the I like Genie Plus because I can plan out what I want to do and get everything that I want to do. But this is unfortunate. It's for it's for like the, the classic ride. It's like the ride you think of when you go to Disneyland. Why would you do this? And then they do, for, they do it for for Small World, don't they? And it's like it's not even used. It doesn't even. It's not. It's not necessary. So maybe it doesn't affect it. But we'll see. I think Pirates is more popular than than Small World, though. That's just my opinion. Courtney also brought us in too about single riders. Single riders is another line that gobbles up some time. Now, granted, mm-hmm. not as much, but I mean, uh, Radiator Springs Racers. If you're a single rider, sometimes it's a 15 to 20 minute wait still. Yeah, you know, which is just more. People. Not an hour and a half though. Not an hour and a half. Ooh, I'll give you that. Yeah. Oh, that's but I mean, it's still another line that you had to calculate in for for certain attractions. Sure, sure. Like I've done Incredicoaster a few times, like just a single rider, like oh, you know, with the kids to oh, we don't we've already used our fast pass or whatever, so let's just go on single rider. We're not together, big deal. You know, that's not one you really enjoy with who you're next to. You know what I mean? That's just I don't know. No, Incredicoaster has that one single seat too in some yeah. of the cars. It's just so yeah. strange. I. I I didn't really care when they did it to when they when they did it to um, Little Mermaid. I'm like, yeah, it'll be fine. And from what I haven't heard a lot of complaints about it, but I feel like there's going to be some complaints. Complaints, pirates. You have to go. You have genie to go on. Wait, pirates. You have to have genie to go on it in Florida, and those all sell out fast. Oh. Which sucks. No, I don't, Their version sucks. That's what I've heard. The thought behind it goes to the thought behind it is to get genie plus income. They're losing it by all the other rights under construction. That's a very good that point. Is, to amend. That, That's a very good point. But people are going to pay it because they want they they the people that aren't the pass holders or the vloggers or the people that go every other day there for some other reason are going with their family. Are tra- their mind is trained that oh Genie Plus I have to get this. The travel agent said Genie Plus is the best way to maximize your which it is if you really think about it if you know how to use it you can totally maximize and utilize that thing to its potential to do everything you want to do especially you know when I mean? you add photo pass to it. so many people forget I get free that. photo pass yeah. um i don't know I, I like genie plus i know a lot of people are not fans of it but that's more people that go all the time because like we don't need it it's just taking our time i go once every couple of months or twice a year or something to me i want to get there i want to experience everything that that they have to offer and that's the best way to well, do it i think is to use speaking plus. for courtney and kelly they go a lot but they still get genie plus yeah because they don't want to wait in line and why would you want to you want to go exactly. maximize your time yeah so and there are a lot of the locals that do use yeah. it for that you know it's and it's, the photos louis do you guys do does, does the medinas use it do you guys get it when you go every once in a while but no yeah. i don't I, yeah. I don't because two reasons one i mean my kids i mean I allow them to experience what waiting in line is. I mm-hmm. mean, hey, you can wait in line. I mean, <laughs> I don't want them to get too comfortable. It's like, Dad, why is this so slow? No, 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 we can wait in line. Yeah. Um, not only that, I mean, I feel like that's a good time for my kids to really look around their surroundings, especially things like um, Haunted Mansion, the trains right there. So we use Genie Plus on days when we're going down and we have that urge to really hit some attractions. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, but even when we do go, no, we'll wait in line. Because yeah. the fact that I got nothing against waiting in line, I feel like we have been so accustomed to try to make things go faster that we miss a lot of other key things that Imagineers have decorated in that park. That's what we're waiting. just said. There's so many details so, online that you miss speeding through. So you know, like, and then when I go with the our our, our club, we, nope, none of us do, yeah. and we have giant groups, and it would be yeah. a lot quicker. 
But at the same time, we don't do it just like for the fans that don't go see movies that they don't want to support. I don't I don't put money into it because I think Genie Plus is a complete ripoff, mm-hmm. especially if, unless you go early in the morning. Yeah. If you try to buy it at, buy at twelve, yeah, all the all the passes are taken up. And it should be cheaper then to too. It should be cheaper should be. The later in the later on the day. Be. But yeah, we don't buy it. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Joey. Oh no, finish your thought. Yeah, we, me and Tiff, we buy it. At the last few times we've been to the park since they introduced it, I would say we bought it twice as a family. Unless we went some with somebody that was already going to purchase theirs, then we tagged mm-hmm. along. But other than that, though, no. Rise of the resistance. We wait in the line. We don't pay that extra premium. But also, too, for a family for five, depending on the day, that's potentially 150 bucks if yeah. it's the high tier. And now, nope, don't do it. So I never, to be honest with you, I never have waited in line for Radiator Springs. I, I just, I really? always, it's always like, well, I've always just, I bought the Genie Plus or I had a, had a max pass or whatever at the time. I've never waited in that hour and a half. That's always an hour and a half. I've never waited an hour. And from what I've heard, like, like Amanda said, I'm missing out because there's so many different, you know, things in that queue that. There's there's a lot of not not like a lot of cool things, but it's it's a very it's shaded, yeah. it's nice, like it's not your traditional switchbacks, yeah. but it's a nice queue. I mean, and there's that a lot whole, of cool that whole, elements. Whole land is amazing. That's oh, absolutely, yeah. So no, I make my kids. I don't make my kids. I shouldn't say that. Uh, but we we wait in line. We do that, and then sometimes if the line's too long, I will hop in line, get through about thirty minutes of it, then Tiff and the kids will come and join me, or vice versa. Tiff will do that. And mm-hmm. I'll take the kids to go look at something, and we'll hop back in line. But um, yeah, that's what we do. This may this may be a hot take, and you guys may not agree with them. But I'm gonna throw this out there and just see what you guys think. It's kind of off topic a little bit, but I think Radiator Springs, the entire land, is better themed than Galaxy's Edge. I think it's better themed to be. That's just my opinion. I don't know what you guys think about that. You guys have all been. To, you guys have all experienced all of them. Do you guys feel the same way? little off topic what we're talking about but it just popped in my head when you said that so joey i'm gonna ask you because i think i know your answer but uh so this is my answer galaxy's edge makes you feel like you are in star Mm -hmm. and so from somebody that's been watching star wars since he was in diapers fair and i'll probably be watching it when i'm back in diapers uh the (laughs) details of star and galaxy edge is insane but I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with you because once the first time I walked through Radiator Springs, Carsland, mm-hmm. I that was you're the there. You are literally the first time in, yeah. in years that I felt like, wow, the imagination, the Imagineers, mm-hmm. there's nothing they cannot do. I agree. And there's been one like one of my favorite details. A lot of people don't realize it uh, in in Carsland, but if you're if you walk around the intersection uh, of you know, where the, where the blinking yellow, you know, blinking light is by flows and Ramones. If you look down at the, at the ground, the, the pavement is black, like new going down the strip. Mm-hmm. The cross is old and gray. It's where lightning had to repave in the first movie, but it was so crowded when it opened that people didn't see that, that detail, but right. the details in Carsland are insane. Carsland and Halloween. And Christmas are some of the best decorated. So, did you? I agree your, with you, did, but did you I can't change your disagree with you. On your mic, huh? Did you change your? You sound like you sound different. 
Oh, okay. I went through puberty uh, during the getaway today break. <laughs> they're both they're both uh, top notch Imagineer jobs. I think the only way. reason I think that that I hold that is because literally you walk down radiate you walk through Cars Land and it's exactly like it is in the movie. You're like, holy shit, I'm in this movie. You know what I mean? Galaxy's Edge is is a, is a different different. I don't. I'm trying to think of the word. Different assembly of what that area is supposed to be. Batu is not known. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's why it seems different to me. But I don't know. I think Cars Land, I, I like them both, but I think Cars Land is just more, more detail is, is a more eye appealing to me as well. I mean, I don't, what do you think, David? You've been to both. What do you think? <clears throat> I'll say, I'll, I'll kind of uh, riff off of what Joey said. <clears throat> if, and this, because uh, I'm not trying to be, um, if there was nobody in the park, if there was no one in DCA, um, then I would feel like I'm actually inside of uh, Radiator Springs and That's the cars true. and everything else. People ruin it for me, and not to say they're bad <laughs> or anything. Point. But and when I'm in Galaxy's Edge, that's all about the people and the environment and everything else, and everyone's kind of nerding out over there. And I love it's really that's kind of the universe. I mean, cars universe is just cars. Yeah. People just kind of mess that up. So it, for me, it's the time of day. If there's no one over there, yeah, I'm immersed. You're right. I mean, the details, everything, I'm like, I'm literally inside of a live action cartoon mm-hmm. animated mm-hmm. animation. But that's not typical. There's always people. So right. I have that's to say, like yeah, Louie? I think Radiator Springs is better than Galaxy's Edge. And that's because it follows the four four rules of Imagineering. You can you could see things, you can feel things, you could touch things. Everything in Star Wars either has some artificial gate around it or it's lifted, so you can't go near it. It's like a museum. And oh, my scary. kids love going through there, but I mean, <clears throat> can't touch something. They can't. I mean, in, in Radiator Springs, you can go up and touch the cars. You could you can sit on the edge of the cozy cone. I mean, you could feel and touch everything in that land. But you go through Galaxy's Edge and all the things you want to take photos with or touch or feel and really get yourself one with the land, you can't. There's gates around all the speeders. All the ships are up on a, a, a pedestal. The robots in front of the droid depot have a gate. Hell, the Millennium Falcon has a gate around it. So I'm like, everything is like a zoo. You're like, you can see, but don't touch. And it, it, yes, I get the adults like it, but Radiator Springs hits on all levels of ages, whether you're a kid, teenager, adult, senior citizen. I mean, everything there from the restaurant, being able to go in and order food to being able to walk around and hear the water and touch the water of certain areas to touch the statues in the line of Radiator Springs. All your senses are hitting Mm -hmm. and it follows the four rules of Imagineering. Um, Star Wars land, there's a lot of things you can't touch. You can't, you can just see. And for me, if my kids are, I mean, Ethan finds it enjoyable. <clears throat> it's Ethan's favorite parts being the Star Wars fan that he is. He loves the stores. And you almost have to ask yourself, why does he like the stores? Yes, he's a kid and there's toys, but he can go in. He could touch the lightsabers. He could touch right. the battle axes. He right. could feel and put himself in the Star Wars universe. And not only that, Star Wars land, I mean, they didn't live up to what the hype they made. You sure. really have to spend all day in there to meet a character if you're lucky or you find the time frame to meet them. If not, they're non-existent. Right. And right. for me, I, I think Radiator Springs is 
way way better than Galaxy's Edge. Um, quick couple comments here. Galaxy's Edge is fully immersed because you can't really see other attractions. However, I love Cars Land. Kevin says you're allowed to quote unquote fly the Millennium Falcon. Well, if you're with the Walt's apartment crew, <clears throat> you're not flying that shit because we sucked when we flew that <laughs> I thing. Mean, yeah, I'll, I'll give Kevin that, but at the yeah. same time, you're allowed to ride Mater. Ride Luigi's tires and yeah. race in Radiator Springs. And I haven't looked at it that well, way, like you said. That, that, that sounded dirty. I don't want to ride Mater. The gates around everything. Good. That's actually yeah. a very good point. Like that, you can the see barricades. Chopper and Hera, and but I know. But one of the coolest things in Cars Land, I think, is the lighting ceremony. I don't know if any of you yep. guys have seen that. Yeah, yeah, no. That, that's the shaboom. The speakers go out loud. They play shaboom for the movie, and they light up and the whole. Lot. It's yeah. it's very cool. But I'm just saying, you can't go wrong with either one of them. Exactly. And I wasn't trying to, I mean, it was trying yeah. to create a little something there, but I mean, that's tough. I, yeah, that's, that's good stuff. So back, really quick, back to Pirates, we, yeah. we all, we, we all agree that the lightning lane sucks. Not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm learning the fact that I, I am out of the, the club when it comes to all the fast pass, max pass, Jenny, Jenny plus I, I'm just a regular ticket holder who waits two hours for a ride that's like, true but you know how many different variations there are of thanos and none of us know that shit so that's why we that's why this is great that we have all these different, you know, i love this, this <laughs> that is we have all these different this is inside baseball for me yeah. so next time yeah, i'm so, going to disneyland I mean, we, i'm gonna be the star of the show so we have the best freaking i think and i've said this before i think we have the most diverse best freaking group of people that everyone has a strong ass strength you know we have the marvel tribe which Literally, I don't know. You got Marvel, Star Wars. I like Ray's kind of hot. I'm not going to lie, you know, but that's <laughs> we have an awesome. That, that's what's so cool about our crew is that we have so many different and we have someone that can speak on anything revolving Disney, which I think a lot of shows don't have. So I think that's where we kind of stand out and which I think I'm proud of that. So we have that. But yeah. That's it. Isn't it Ray a kid? She makes I don't know. Well, I don't know. Is she? Is she? Is she a kid, Joey? She's uh, by the end of Rise of Skywalker. She's probably in her early twenties. Okay, so so it's okay for her brother to be into her. She has no brother. Isn't isn't Kylo Ren her brother? No. What? They're they're play cousins. Okay. They, they're basically so they're they're basically yeah like like uh, Lord said they're they're play cousins because she's the granddaughter of Palpatine. And he's the grandson of Vader. So. Hmm. It's Star Wars Romeo and Juliet. That's fair, too. Not even. That dude's just so angry, dude. That poor freaking Kylo Ren. That poor guy just needs to take like a Xanax or something to relax. Well, I heard he's never going to play that character again. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Unless it's on, uh, was it Undercover Boss on SNL? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> SNL, SNL. Those are the best. <laughs> I have a they fantasy of that. A what? What's that? I have a giant, like, four-and-a-half-inch fantasy pin of Matt from <laughs> Undercover Boss. I thought you said you had a fantasy of Matt from Undercover Boss. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I was like, okay, man. All right. This Joey, sing a line of any song. What does that mean? Because with his mic, the way his mic sounds right now. Oh, gotcha. Oh. Got my auto-tune on? <clears throat> it's, it sounds like, it yeah. Got a little, little wind very going harmonious on when you talk. Yeah. I realized my auto-tune was on key of B. Oh, there you go. That's a little bit. I had a little PI movie going. Yeah, yep, it was Jay Payne in the house. 
His auto tune is on point, Amanda says. I think that kind of brings us to the end. This was a kick-ass I'll show. Buy you a drink. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> this was kick-ass. I mean, we we dove into some good topics. This was fun. I'm. This was this was cool. This was a good good kickoff to the 2024. Um, I think we asked this last week, but uh, yeah. What what are your what are your oh you guys, what are you guys' goals for 2024? Louis, do you have a do you have a you guys have any resolutions? No, no. I don't. I don't set this bar too high for myself. <laughs> That's fair. I'm, I'm right there too. Like, why do something that you know you're gonna fuck up? So it's like you know, it's like, yeah. You know. I guess if I'm being honest, trying to get my website off the ground by the twelfth. There you, there you go. Look for that next week, though. Seriously, guys, the uh, um, Sunken City Design, SunkenCityDesign.com will be relaunching on the twelfth, which is next Friday. Relaunching with a lot of you have a new, you have a whole new line of of products coming yep. out. I have well. I have what we're calling the gray line. Uh, I'll put together a little clip and we will show cool. it next Wednesday. I would love a Walt's apartment logo in gray. That would be. Can you just make that shirt for me? Because that would be awesome. Good. Yeah, I would love Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie. You could call it Steamboat Willie. Yeah. Call it Steamboat. He resolves Willie. to win a scavenger hunt at Disneyland. There you go. That's what you resolve, <laughs> Lou. David, any, any, you. any New Year's resolutions for you? So after hearing the exciting stuff that's happening at Disney, um, I posted a video in our in our little uh, chat. I want to experience Disney like that. So review that. that. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to experience Disney like that. Is it a VIP tour? Is that what it was? Was that VIP? Yeah, they had personal escort. Buddy, let me tell you. I've done that. That episode was hilarious. I've done a VIP tour. It's the most amazing thing. And if I think one day when we can all say, yeah, we're all going to go, we all pitch mm-hmm. in the money and do it. It's so fucking worth it. I want that. This, the, the, the way that they treat you, I've talked about it on the shows before, but the way that they do things for you, they reach out to you about a month before and say, what do you want to do? What is on your really? list? What is on your list of what you want to do? This is so-and-so. I'm your concierge. We had like 15 people with us in our group. So we had two tour guides and we said, well, we want to see, we want to meet all the princesses and we just want to ride as many rides as we want to make sure we hit this, this, and this and everything else they planned out for you. Um, I think the kids got thirsty. They ran out to where we were in the park and took our jackets for one, because they, it was, it got warm. So they had someone come take our jackets and take them back somewhere. They brought out a cell phone charger for my daughter just because her phone was dying. It, it's the cra- It's the craziest thing they brought. Yeah. They brought this out is water. Like the only way you should experience Disney. Oh I, it's, it's it's insane, and I would totally, I would totally, I I, I like a man is ooh a walk VIP experience. How epic would that be? We have fifteen hosts and friends. I mean, we could bring it on and we could do it. It's it's. I'm not gonna lie. It was like six grand, but it was I'll worth it. In. It was worth that it, experience. It, was I mean, you, had, <laughs> you had it, you had you had you had. I want to say we had six hours with. Um, Andrew and Jonathan, that those are our two, our two, um, our two hosts that were with us the whole time. And they were so forthcoming. They talked about, um, Andrew told us about how he's, he only does Courtney card. He's the only one that does Courtney Kardashian's family when they come and talked what? about Scott and talked about Kim and when they come and like, and stuff like that. Um, I was asking him questions on one of the rides because how do you know that? And I said, well, I've heard it from before, you know, so he's, I won't confirm or deny, but then we rode mansion together. And he showed me the spot where there's the hole in the glass from the BB gun from the 70s. He showed me where it is. You know, I was like, oh, it's right there. And you can totally see it. 
you know, it's just those little tiny things that you've heard about and you ask, he's like, that's not true. But he goes, yeah, it is true. How'd you hear that? And you tell mm-hmm. him, he's like, oh, it was the coolest thing. We went to Hungry Bear for lunch and it was the craziest thing. We walk up there and we have 15 people with us. We, and they go, they walk into the back of Hungry Bear and the very back where everyone eats and goes, folks, we have a VIP party. Would you guys mind moving? And they move people from their chairs at their tables to make room for us to come sit down. The people yeah, are like, like who? that episode of Blackish that you should. I'm so, I'm so. I, people I are like, who the hell are these people? And people, we even heard some people in one line. We were in one line. People were like looking. Oh, they're just nobodies because everyone thinks you're someone famous if you have VIPs. We had two of them. It was the it was the greatest thing. So I, that would be a bucket list for the year. If we could all get together and do that, that would be. And it's worth it. And then 15 people splitting up, it wouldn't be that much. You know what I mean? No, we definitely look into that for sure. Um, in game. Joey, what are you what are you looking forward to in in the in the twenty twenty four? Um, just I, I I don't I didn't really I don't really set resolutions, but yeah. I, I I think uh, last year uh, finished or was so strong. Just keep the party going. Uh, obviously, D twenty three is a big a big thing that I'm looking forward to. So mm-hmm. as as well as like you know Rose City, any any conventions now that we're in yeah. full. Are you gonna, mode now, so. Are you going to have some elements of fun mixed in throughout the year? Of course. Yeah, most definitely. Look so. what I did there. You're welcome, Courtney. Yeah. Look what I did. But well, yeah. you invite Elemental when we do our year. Elemental. That's the best. No, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun year. I think I love to do a VIP tour on my bucket list for sure. We have enough people that we could split up and make it cheap. So I think we could. Oh, we, yeah. We should look into this, honestly. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun year. We have a lot of a lot of fun things planned. Um, we have Rogue City Comic Con coming up in May. Um, I know, I know, Lou, I know Joey for sure is going to be a, a Mouse Con in Bakersfield. I'm not. I don't know if I can make it. We've had some changes at work, so I'll probably be stuck there, unfortunately. But we have. Um, I know we have a trip we're coming out on this for Super Bowl Sunday to see how the parks are on Super Bowl Sunday, just to see how that is. Uh, some other things working. Kicking off Sunken City, we got a lot. It's it's gonna be a fun year, and I hope um, you all stick with us. And um, we appreciate all of you. And uh, anyone else have anything to add before we wrap up the show? Uh, one thing I don't know is everybody in here D twenty three members. Um, I need to re I need to re up. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, as as you know, they just announced their twenty twenty four member gifts. Uh, member Ooh. gifts are always like. It's worth the price of admission just for those, let alone the awesome magazines that come with them. Yeah. But uh, the whole thing is like mystery. I think magic and mysteries is the theme of this year. Okay. So uh, you get a statue of Sorcerer Mickey, which okay. looks amazing. Then you get a one of four mystery statues, which is Maleficent, Merlin, Genie, and Mama Odie. Oh, hell yeah. And then. Oh, you know what? Odie. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, it's on. The, and then. You also get like two of eight gold like object pins. So they got like Coco's guitar and the lamp and different things. Then it, it just looks amazing. So, uh, I mean, we got the statue from last year, and I mean, the gifts are sign up for D twenty three. It's awesome, and it's also Absolutely. a great way to get. Your... I need to redo that soon. Um, but yeah, I think that brings us to the end of the show. I appreciate all of you, Lou, Joey, David. This was fun. Good topics, good conversation, good friends, family. We appreciate all of you. All of the people that are listening to the show, we appreciate you. The people that are viewing and checked in with us and made comments, we appreciate you as well. 
And until next week, make sure you look for Marble Tribe live on Monday night with Lewis, uh, David, and Sam. We'll be back talking about what if. And um, we appreciate all of you. And until next time, we hope you enjoy the view from Walt's apartment. Good night, everyone. Peace. this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past, and here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America, with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. <laughs>